0: Hello, Cosmic Cats. I have a fun update to share with you. You and I are pretty cool now, and I know how much you love fun stories and adventures. So that's why I wanted to share that there's a brand new podcast out now that I think you're going to love. The podcast is called Mysteries About True Histories, and it features some new friends of mine, Max and Molly. I'll let them tell you more. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starklow media comes a brand new podcast called mysteries about true histories uh does that sound serious enough uh max we only have 30 seconds for this promo just tell him how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures i don't have to you just did catch new episodes of mysteries about true histories every thursday on apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts There, you emperor penguins of the parsecs, you king and queen cobras of the cosmos. Welcome back to Musicland Stories, the origin point for all music and adventure stories in the known universe and some of the unknown ones. And we're here at the Musicland Concert Hall. I'm your friend, the conductor as we put the needle back in the groove of our regularly scheduled programming, already in progress. When we last left our friend Mo, she was surfing the interstellar sound waves with Professor Pandemonium and his cosmic crew, a strange set of shipmates for someone who'd never been off her syncopia before. It's wild that so many of you see so little of the galaxy. You know... I checked in with Gustav Halst when he was riding the planets, and I said, Gustav, you've only been to one of them? We fired up the portal and fixed that right off. But let's fixate on our friend Mo, who was coming to the end of the first leg of her journey. That screech of the brakes meant that the Cosmic Cruise Bus was coming to a halt on the planet Translore. Translore. An entire planet that functioned as the dopest dance party in the entire dimension. Home to 13 billion ravers, rockers, and revelers. 13 billion and two, if you include me and Mo. As for the professor, he was a man who contained multitudes, which made it hard to do the math. This is where the story really started to cook. But unfortunately, first Mo had to say so long to Professor Pandemonium he was headed for a gig at the cafe What Now? while Mo felt an immediate pull in the opposite direction well not so much a pull more like a push a tiny little nudge from me I was there when Captain Beefheart started up his first band I told him don't do it that way you'll never make a dime not a real captain by the way he wasn't even made of beef. But I had put in Mo's path a poster, pasted to a pillar that was coincidentally right by the landing strip where the Cosmic Cruise bus screeched to a halt. The poster said, Tonight at the Cavernous Club for one night only, the legendary conductor with her revolutionary dance innovation, the Delta Drumtronic 9000. And it had a picture of my smiling face. Now, you're asking yourself, is she really legendary, though? My friends, I put the class in classical and the fun in funk. Sometimes I put an egg in reggae and beat it. And I put that poster there for Mo to find. So she knew that she and the professor were headed in opposite directions. He wrapped her up in all five of his arms and promised that they'd meet again, don't know how, don't know when. That's a risky promise to make if you're a far-out beatnik mooging and grooving along cosmic oscillations. But a story's like a song, with its repeats and refrains. The professor knows that the best parts of a song always come back around. So after saying so long, Mo saw the sun was setting on Translore and took off running toward the Cavernous Club, where she hoped she would find me and Krupa Khan's magical drumsticks and her ticket to join the Orchestra Obscura, all in one easy-to-unwrap package. I'm going to spoil the next bit for you. It wasn't going to be that simple. <laughs> the first skip in the record was... One does not simply walk into one of my concerts. Mm -mm. My public appearances are few and far between. I'm not saying I'm the hardest ticket in the galaxy to get, but I will say I taught Taylor Swift a thing or two about a sold-out gig. When Mo got to the Cavernous Club, she was met with a line of hoppers and boppers, jive daddies and jitterbug mamas, that coiled around the club like a snakes wraps around its player. Around once and around again. And everyone online had a shiny golden ticket clutched in their hand. Advanced pre-sale, my friends. Mo knew she just had to get in the cavernous club if she was going to have any hope of getting the six-pack. So she did what you do in that situation. She asked for help. Mo walked up and down the line, asking for help getting into the Cavernous Club. The thing is, Transalorians They're a little too cool for school. Most of them had headphones on and couldn't even hear Mo's pleas. One or two offered to sell Mo an extra ticket, but Mo didn't have any money. Even if she did, Transalorians used bootleg concert recordings as currency. And since Mo certainly did not have a board recording of DJ Fiesto's gig in solar year 1112, she was sure out of luck. She got to the end of the line for her second time around, exactly where she started with nothing to show for it, and Mo sat down right on the sidewalk. She missed her family and everyone on syncopia even the ones who didn't seem to like her very much. She missed Professor Pandemonium, and Janice and the Cosmic Crew. She thought about how long it had been since she saw the orchestra obscura's arc descend in that field back home and realized it had been exactly three days. They were probably taken off right now without her. Sitting there on a sidewalk outside the Cavernous Club on the strange planet of Translore, Mo started to cry. And more power to her A good cry can be the best thing sometimes. That's what we have sad songs for. It can't be a dance party all day. Your legs will get tired. It so happened that one of the folks in line saw Moe sitting there crying. His name was Twilo. And this was his first time going to a concert by himself. It's a sort of rite of passage on Translore. Anyway, he had his headphones on and he was spacing out to some deep beats when the sight of Mo sitting there pierced right through to his heart. He stepped out of line to go see if she needed help. Take a minute to think about that. Imagine there's something you want more than anything in the world cotton candy-flavored ice cream, a new video game, a water slide ride on the hottest day of summer. But of course, you're not the only one who wants it, so there's a line. And you've been waiting in it so long that dozens and dozens of people are lined up behind you. If you step out of line, you're going back to the end, behind all those people who came after you. You might be putting hours between yourself and that thing you want. Twilo wanted nothing more than to get into the cavernous club and see me and my Delta Drumtronic do our thing. But his heart couldn't stand to see someone so sad. So he stepped out of line and stepped into our story. Hey, are you okay? He asked Mo. Which is an okay question to ask when someone is very obviously not okay. Mo shook her head and in one very long sentence she told Twilo everything that was going on. Most importantly she told him that she needed to get into the cavernous club. Her whole world depended on it. Twilo sat down next to her and had a think. He put his headphones on hoping the beats he was listening to would shake an idea loose between his ears. Sure enough the kick drum beat kicked something free and Twilo found himself considering an idea that well have you ever heard someone say it's so crazy it just might work I remember saying that to an old friend Patsy Cline when she was thinking about recording a certain song it worked out pretty well for her Twilo considered his plan then he grabbed Mo's hand and said come with me here's the thing you've got to know No concert is a one-man show. Even me, amazing talent that I am, require a real team effort to put on a show. There's lighting and sound, and it's a real community, even before the audience arrives. So while all eyes were on the front door, where people were getting their tickets checked and filing in, there was a lot less attention paid to the back door, where folks were loading in gear to set up for the show. Twilo and Mo went around the back to the stage door. Burly Translorans hoisted amps and speakers and all sorts of heavy equipment and carried it into the cavernous club. Mo and Twilo were not burly, and could not hoist amps and speakers and all sorts of heavy equipment. But, at Twilo’s suggestion, each of them found some item, maybe a microphone stand or a box of patch cords. That they could bring into the cavernous club. Someone with the clipboard looked them up and down, pausing for just a second before checking the items off their list and letting them inside. Once they were backstage, Mo and Twilo dropped their stuff. We need to find the conductor," said Mo. Twilo knew that before a big show, performers usually hang out in something called the green room. It's like or a waiting room backstage for musicians. Most of the time, it's not even green. That's just a the thing they call it. Twilo and Mo asked around and one of the stagehands pointed them to the green room. Mo knocked on the door. Even her knock had a good beat to it. So what could I say, but come on in. I hadn't known Mo very long. So I was surprised by what I saw on her face when I opened that door. Mo was angry the kind of angry where I wouldn't be surprised if steam started shooting out her ears. I could hear her heart hammering away, mad as she was. And I'm gonna tell you something. There are times that being angry is the proper response to a situation. No one expects you to smile all the time. And I put Mo through enough of a ringer that she had a right to be angry with me. Give me my sticks back right now, she said. It might already be too late, and you might have ruined everything, but Tucson Common gave them to me, and I want them back. I said to Mo, you know, Mo, you're right. They do belong to you, and I should give them back. But right this minute, those sticks are out there on stage, powering my Delta Drumtronic 9000. You can go out and grab them they're yours after all but if you pull them out that drum is going to drop the beat and then about a thousand Transylorians are going to have nothing to dance to there's an ancient intergalactic saying that goes don't steal a beat from a dancing Do you ever hear that Mo shook her head but Twilo nodded his parents had been at the great dance riots of umpteen art 3 and his older sister nearly lost her nose ring in the techno-technicality of Is Too Lady Nine. Stopping the music is a serious crime on Translore, with sentences directly related to the sickness of the beat that's been stopped. You need to ask yourself, Mo. I said, what do you want to do in this situation? And since we're out of time for right now, I'll ask you the same thing. What would you do in Mo's situation? Would you pull the plug on a planet-sized party? Would you wait it out and hope the orchestra obscura get to B-flat tire that strands them on syncopia for another day? Or would you explore other options? Whatever Mo decides, I bet she's gonna have some story to tell by the end of all this. If you want to hear it, just come back next time. Until then, this is your conductor informing you that you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you might find you get what you need. Musicland Stories is a collaboration between Starglow Media and Double Elvis. Executive producers from Double Elvis are Jake Brennan and Brady Sattler. Executive producers from Starglow Media are Jed Baker and Agrenish A. Palmer. This episode of Musicland Stories was written by Bob Pro. Alessandro Santoro is our showrunner. Narration by me, Nikki Lynette. Original score by Jonathan Warman. Story editing by Zeph Lundy. And episode mix by Colin Fleming. Grownups, you can find more ad-free fun for the whole family by subscribing to Starglow Plus on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon, Cosmic Cats. Until next time, Conductor out.